Hey, everybody. I've got a little bit of housekeeping here before we get into the episode about Instagram and Theology Beer Camp. So I've been getting more active on Instagram, and I just want to let you guys know, in case you want to see me make some videos where I look directly into the camera, I'm sharing some stories and posts about basically all the topics that we cover on this show over at Instagram.com slash Dan Coke. That's C-O-K-E, and the link is in the show notes. Also, Theology Beer Camp is returning in 2024, October 17th through 19th. The theme is Return of the God Pods. That is a Lord of the Rings reference, which should surprise nobody. I will be there alongside Brian McLaren, Diana Butler-Bass, the New Evangelicals, Bible for Normal People, Tony and Josh from GGCH, of course, Trip Fuller and Homebrewed Christianity, and a whole grip of others. And you can use the promo code RETURNOFYHP, all one word, for $25 off your ticket. Prices go up starting June 1st. That link will be in the notes. I hope to see a bunch of you guys there in October. It was a serious highlight of last year for me. Hey, everybody. This is Dan. I wanted to talk briefly about this recent news of what appears to be a burgeoning war situation in Israel, um, between Israel and Hamas in Palestine. And uh, not because I have anything to say about the war itself and the geopolitical situation in the Middle East. I feel like that is way above my pay grade. It's not even something that I have a hobbyist interest in. And so I don't feel like I trust myself to give any sort of sociopolitical analysis about that situation. I have heard and read quite compelling arguments uh, from multiple angles on that decades-long conflict. So this is not about that. What I want to talk about is the inevitability of the evangelical and other types of posts, many of them probably on Facebook or via email forward from loved ones of ours who will, if they are still in that kind of evangelical mindset, many of them will think that this is some sort of harbinger of the end times, uh, that in this new uh, armed conflict between the two sides, or it really to them probably doesn't matter that it's what sides it's between, except that it's Israel and that it's happening in Israel. That's the part that makes you know everybody's kind of end times dog ears perk up. Um, so I know a bunch of us are seeing that kind of stuff. And if you're like me, especially in previous years of my life, this might be leading to a lot of anxiety. And I thought, hey, I can briefly address this. I, I've not written any notes. This is all off the cuff. But I've just got a handful of things that that I hope will be somewhat helpful here. So basically, if you know my story, if you've been listening to this show for a while, then you know that kind of end times related teaching, uh, which led to, uh, at a developmentally inappropriate age for me, led to the single biggest source of religious trauma and spiritual abuse in my personal life. Briefly, religious trauma, trauma is the thing that happens inside of us, and abuse is the thing, the external thing that happens to us. So I believe it was spiritually abusive uh, for an adult um, in my life when I was 11 to provide me with literature that told me that the world would be ending in six months because the rapture would occur. 
I believe that telling an 11-year-old that they will effectively die in half a year is spiritually abusive, psychologically and emotionally abusive. And I experienced trauma from it. I had many, many panic attacks over many years on the subject and didn't start to dismantle that until I was old enough to be a philosophy major in college around 18, 19, and start reading about alternate views on you know the question of end times, you know, vision, timing, process, etc. So the the kind of big takeaway here is this: whatever's going on right now in Israel and Palestine has nothing to do with the end of the world. Let me just say that again. Obviously, I don't know this for it, one hundred percent certain, but I don't believe that there is any compelling evidence that what is going on right now has anything at all to do with the end of the world, however we conceive of the end of the world. And that is various Facebook posts and email forwards notwithstanding. Here's what's going on. John John Nelson Darby, he is the uh, British, I guess he was a theologian, biblical scholar uh, in the early 20th century who was really into what we now call premillennial dispensationalism. That is the basically the left behind series view of the end of things, wherein there is a immediate rapture, either at the beginning, middle, or end uh, of a seven year. Uh, what do they call it? <laughs> uh, shoot, what is that called? Why am I blanking right now? Seven year tribulation period. That's right, the tribulation force from left behind, which sounds like. I don't know, the dumbest Marvel superhero group ever. Okay, I'll try not to be so uh, dismissive and emotional about this stuff. Um, So that view, right? Seven-year tribulation, there's an antichrist, there's a rapture at some point. Usually the rapture is at the beginning because that's the most, in my opinion, because it's the most psychologically convenient version to believe for Christians who believe that they will be raptured. They don't have to go through the tribulation. Some perhaps more kind of self-flagellating individuals are more comfortable with the idea that they will have to suffer. Yes, I'm being a little bit reductive. Um, Apologies for that. I guess this is actually impacting me emotionally more than I thought it would. I I don't think uh, that, again, there's any evidence for this having anything to do with the end of the world, but nonetheless, it does still clearly uh, activate some charged centers uh, for myself because of the amount of pain that I have gone through and, and that I've seen others go through. So John Nelson Darby got one thing right. He got one big prediction correct. He predicted that the state of Israel would reform in some, you know, politically uh, apparent type of a way 20-ish years or so before the founding of the modern nation of Israel uh, after the Holocaust. Okay, so he got that right. Now, one thing that's interesting about him getting that right is he also was really active in the modern day then Zionist movement. So in part, his activism, his scholarship, the popularity of his view on end times events uh, throughout Christendom or whatever you want to call it, I guess not Christendom at that point, but global Western Christianity, that influence was one of the factors that contributed to the founding of the state of Israel in 1948 for Jewish people after the Holocaust. So in part, that is a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's not like a pure uh, prophetic guess that he got right. He got that right. Now, let me say this to you guys very clearly. Other than John Darby's prediction that Israel would become a state, 
every single other prediction, substantive prediction about the rapture, the end times, Armageddon has by definition been false because nothing has proven any of those predictions correct. Now, you could say, well, we might find out that if that ends up happening, some of these things must have been the wars and rumors of wars uh, that we see in the text. Okay, fine. You like if for some reason it ends up being that there is a rapture, then we will be able to say that some of these predictions people made were correct. But here's the problem. There hasn't been a rapture, and the rapture itself is a really contested biblical idea. Most New Testament scholars do not believe that Paul or anyone else believed in the type of rapture we, we read about in the Left Behind books. Okay, there's, and there, I could go into details there, but it doesn't really matter. There's a bunch of problems with it. There's sort of contextual problems. There's textual problems, order of events problems. Paul says, well, first we'll meet in the sky and then some people will be like the, none of it lines up. And in any way, there have been so many predictions about this stuff over the years. We're, we're all familiar with them. Many of them make headlines. They're all wrong. Everybody is always wrong about it. Now that doesn't stop people from pursuing this line of thinking. Hal Lindsey, author of the late great planet earth, one of the top 10 nonfiction selling books of the 1970s is still active in ministry, making claims about the end of the world. He's obviously been fucking wrong for 50 years. So, (laughs) okay, yeah, a few things coming out here. Interesting from a clinical angle here, if I were to psychologize myself. So the people who are going to send you these forwards, these emails, these Facebook posts, they probably are doing it because they love you. And they are misguided about the factualness of the stuff that they're sending. That doesn't make it factual, of course. And I just wanted to put this out there for anybody who is feeling any anxiety, either because these still feel like live events to you, live possibilities, which I understand, or if like me, they no longer feel really possible, but it can still kind of poke at some of those old wounds uh, those old anxieties, I'm probably, I'm definitely more in that camp. I, I, I think there's about a 0.1% chance that on the planet Earth, Jesus will show up in the sky and rapture all the Christian homo sapiens uh, at some point after which, what, the only the Earth is destroyed or the entire universe? What happens in the other billions of galaxies, uh, perhaps with other sentient life forms? that the creator of this universe would theoretically also love as much as that creator loves us. It just doesn't really stack up to me, not to mention all the biblical problems that I hinted at earlier. I don't really know what our involvement ought to be around a geopolitical conflict like that when, like the one here between Israel and Palestine. Again, it's kind of beyond my pay grade. People will have different opinions about that based on their sociopolitics And I think that that's all great. I'm sure you could make a good case on either side. I am hoping for as little death of, especially of civilians as possible. I'm hoping for as much justice as possible. I am not spending any time thinking about whether this might mean that one of the trumpets is about to blow. I hope that you will not spend much time thinking about that either. 
I hope that you, uh, if you suffer from this same kind of anxiety that I've suffered from, I pray that you will heal from that. And I hope that um, holding these claims up in to the light of evidence and reason, uh, as it has been for me, will be a help for you. And that's my primary reason for for wanting to put that out here today. So thanks for <laughs> sticking with me. I got a little bit more emotionally riled up than I had planned to. Uh, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't think there's much else to say. Thank you guys so much for being listeners of this show, for supporting it via Patreon, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, be well. Thank you.